Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, this is Lamar. Thanks for listening to another perspicacious episode of Talking Lamar. This time, I'm talking about things outside that can kill you or make you wish you were dead. Perspicacious? I love perspicacious. I'm what are you talking that. about? What are you talking about? Sorry, I forgot what I was talking about. What are you talking about? I am talking to you. That's just what I was talking about. It's Talking Lamar. You know, there's a lot of things outside that can actually kill you. And some of them, I, most of these I haven't heard of. The first one I'm going to start off with is the hooded patui. This is one of the very few poisonous birds, and it lives in Papaya, New Guinea. It becomes toxic by eating the same type of beetle over and over, the corazine beetle. And it makes, it's, this is the same uh, beetle that makes the dart frog poisonous. So there's some stuff in the, in the beetle that does it. And the skin and the feathers of the patui contain this neurotoxin that can cause numbness and tingling if you just touch it. The primary oh. evolutionary function of the poison is that it deters lice and ticks, and it probably helps their offspring survive. The females rub the poison from their feathers onto their eggs when they sit on them. And snakes have been seen eating the eggs and then vomiting them back up because of the poison. And if you happen <laughs> to be lost in Papua New Guinea, and if you're starving, the patui is edible. But you have to carefully remove the skin and the feathers coat it with charcoal, and then roast it. And then you say a quick prayer before you go to sleep that you may wake up. Lamar, do you not worry that if you were lost in the highlands of New Guinea and you were able to somehow capture one of these things with your hands, that you would be both too starving and confused and freaked out to remember? I've already forgotten most of the steps. Well, I don't know how you get the skin and the feathers off because your hands are going to be numb and tingly. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. Better off. Yeah. Now, here's one that I'm familiar with, but I didn't really know the venomous part, a platypus. And if you think about the large number of venomous creatures that live in Australia, this cute and clumsy platypus might seem to be very safe and really neat. Unfortunately, it isn't always. A male platypus has ankle spurs on its hind legs that are capable of delivering a sting that can cause excruciating pain and swelling in humans. Uh, conventional painkillers won't touch it. 
Platypuses, however, usually do not sting humans unless they're provoked. They primarily use their venomous spurs as a defense against rival males of their species. But I had no idea because I just think they're cool looking. You know, they're they're like a, a weird thing in in, in nature. But I love a platypus. You. I love a platypus. They are the freakiest combination of animals. But because of the, uh, I mean, because of the Phineas and Ferb cartoon, yes. I would try to make friends with a platypus and immediately be murdered by one. <laughs> that, I, that is an example of how cartoons have jacked up my sense of reality. Yeah, yeah. Now, here's another plant, the, man- <laughs> the manchineel tree. It is one of the world's most dangerous trees. It is found in coastal areas like Florida, the Caribbean, Central America, South America. It has shiny green rhododendron-like leaves, and it has bright green fruit, and it looks like a crab apple. But nothing on the tree is edible. It is actually dangerous to just stand under it, because when it rains, just a single drop containing that milky sap from the tree can roll up blisters on your skin. Eating the fruit is deadly. It causes stomach pain with bleeding, burns in the mouth and the esophagus and the gastrointestinal tract. And it actually can possibly compromise your airway. Now, I got to be honest, if I put something in my mouth that burns and it's not barbecue sauce or bourbon, I don't think I don't think it'll make it. That, yeah, that ain't going to make it to it. my esophagus, my stomach or my airway. I just spit it out. But that's just me. Native peoples in the Caribbean were known to poison the water supply of their enemies with the leaves, and Spanish explorer Ponce de Leon died after being struck by an arrow that was poisoned with the sap. Even if you wanted to get rid of it by burning it, the caustic smoke will damage your eyes. I imagine a lot of people died till they figured that out. Let's take a little break, and I'll bring you back some more happy things. <laughs> What is only $4.99 a month but gives you such pleasure? That would be the Bob and Sherry Premium. Exclusive content from the show, including our classic chat room calls and best of CDs. You'll get behind-the-scenes photos and videos of not only us, but our listeners. It's a lot of fun. Just $4.99 a month. And the website to get all of this is bobandsherry.com slash premium. Well, we're talking about things outside that can kill you or make you wish you were dead. Now, we're going to go down in the water for this, a stonefish. Stonefish are the most venomous fish in the world. They are capable of of having one sting killing a human. And unfortunately, stonefish are also masters of camouflage. They can blend in with all their surroundings on the ocean floor or in coral reefs. They're found in the Pacific and the Indian Oceans. Stonefish have spines along their dorsal fin that contain venom. Now, a sting from a stonefish requires medical attention and treatment with this antiserum to reverse the symptoms, which may include irregular heartbeat, uh, temporary paralysis, shock, extreme pain, and possibly death. So if you're scuba diving, be careful. Now, I mentioned this earlier when I was uh, talking about the uh, first thing, the poison dart frog. This is perhaps the most famous of the poisonous animals. There's 170 different species, and they're all got these bright colors. But the golden poison frog is the most lethal. In fact, 
It's the most poisonous vertebrate there is. The poison in one frog's skin can t- kill 10,000 mice, 10 to 20 adult humans, or two African bull elephants from one frog. You know, I'm starting to feel better about being under house arrest right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're poison. The poison is called bacracotoxin. Back hard to pronounce. It prevents nerve cells from firing. So it locks up an animal's muscles, and then it leads to heart failure. There is no known treatment for the poison. The mm. toxin comes from what they eat particularly that infamous Corazine beetle. So they're cute, Mm. but they're deadly. The toxins do not deteriorate, so the frogs can store it in their skin for years. The vibrant colors of the poison dart frogs is nature's warning sign for possible predators. Never thought about this. Because it's such a vibrant color, the predators know better. They see that, and they recognize it, and they stay away from it. And poison dart frogs are considered to be one of the most intelligent frogs. In captivity, they can recognize their human handlers within a few weeks. They're very social with one another. They communicate not just in sound, but in movement and touching one another. And they're very dedicated parents for their tadpoles. Listen, this would make great great pets. They'd kill you. But they can make a great pet. So, <laughs> well, maybe they wouldn't. <laughs> now, here is ooh, everybody. Everybody's heard of this. Still in the water, box jellyfish. These gelatinous sea creatures are called sea wasps. They are among the most feared animals in the ocean. You might have a better chance of escaping a shark attack than surviving a swim through a box jellyfish's tentacles. Even jellyfish that have washed, because the the poison, the poison, the poison. Listen, even if the jellyfish is washed up on the beach, it can still release the venomous stingers from their tentacles. The venom is so toxic that it is reputed to be the most venomous creature in the entire world. Within five minutes of being stung, humans typically experience extreme pain, shortness of breath, and cardiac arrest. Researchers are working on an antidote to block the effects of a box jellyfish sting, and maybe it could be effective, but it would have to be applied to the skin within 15 minutes of the sting. And they still haven't perfected it yet, but you're only going to have 15 minutes. So I had no idea how bad that was. Yeah, that just totally well, tripped me out. I had no, I mean, I knew they were bad. I didn't realize they were kill you bad. Well, there's a lot of jellyfish. Like we, we we go down to Panama City a lot in the summertime, and a lot of times there's there's jellyfish out there. And if one of them hits you, it'll st- you know it'll it'll make you cry. I make kids cry. They'll come out. And you pour Clorox on it or spray it with something, whatever. But that's just a sting. But this right here is a whole different situation. Completely different situation. Now, wow. if you're if you're familiar with uh, saltwater uh, aquariums and stuff, uh, puffer fish. I had a puffer fish when I had a saltwater aquarium, and the puffer fish is sort of like a case study in making somebody making yourself unappetizing. 
It isn't a very fast swimmer, so it can't get out of trouble by swimming away. It launches plan B, and it fills its massively inflatable stomach with either water or air. If it's out of water, it blows itself up. This creates a near-perfect sphere covered with spines, and the predators have the unpleasant option of trying to swallow it, and it'll suffocate them, and even if they manage to, there's the problem of the tetratoxin. The puffer fish stores this deadly neurotoxin mainly in its liver and its ovaries, but small amounts are held in the skin, intestines, and muscle. This leads to the question, why on earth do people in Japan regularly prepare and serve puffer fish as a delicacy? I, I, I just can't imagine that. I can't. Um, it, it, maybe it's the challenge, they say, but puffer soup, known as uh, in Japanese as fugushiri, is the most common culprit of the poisoning. Raw puffer or sashimi fugu is less likely to cause death. It's often eaten because it causes intoxication, lightheadedness, and numbness of the lips. I, liquor will do that, too, so I don't even know why you're fooling with this. <laughs> Uh, since puffer fish, uh, they're, they're just behind the dart frogs on the toxicity scale. A puffer fish is 100 times more toxic than cyanide. Can you imagine that? <laughs> and, and yet people see, I, I don't understand. I've heard of people eating, you know, the puffer fish sushi yeah. and that you have to like basically do it in Japan with a true sushi master and all. And he's got, um, and he's got to know what he's doing. Yeah. I, to me, like it can't possibly be delicious enough to roll the dice like that. What do you think? Let me say this: uh -uh. if I won't eat ranch dressing, which I won't, I'm not trying this. Okay, I'm <laughs> yeah, not, I'm not even. Brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm just. I'm not doing it. I, I'm just not doing it. Now, here's one I've heard about, and I actually saw a YouTube video of a guy purposely getting stung by this: the bullet ant. This has the distinction of delivering the most painful sting in the insect world. And they keep a SMIT sting pain index. This is the top of the scale. Some people believe that a bullet ant sting might be the most painful sting absolutely, period. Etymologist Justin Smith, who created the pain index, experienced it firsthand, and he described it as pure, intense, Brilliant pain. I, I don't like that word brilliant pain. That, that's that's an oxymoron to me. He said it's like walking over flaming charcoal with a three-inch nail embedded in the heel of your foot. Now, this ant is found in South America, and it's referred to as the 24-hour ant in reference to the duration of time the pain lasts after being stung, full 24 hours. Despite the excruciating pain, the stings are not fatal. And it won't cause permanent death. I watched the YouTube video when this guy, he took a oven mitt and he filled it up with bullet ants. Was his name Steve-O? No, <laughs> this, this, was an, this was supposedly an intelligent Steve-O. But he, 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 he uh, closed it up, shook it up, got him really mad, and he stuck his hand inside the mitt. And within um, 12, 12 no. seconds, he was down. I mean, he, he went down like a sack of taters. I mean, buddy, it was done. And, and they finally got He was screaming. His hand was swollen up. I mean, it, you know. I, know I, I don't need to be do, on YouTube that bad. Mm. Yeah, I mean, people will do anything for clicks and likes. But 
God, is that yeah? Could, that could have killed you, right? That much of that bullet ant venom couldn't that well, take you said, out? No, it said it won't kill you, but you know, even it, an it, oven mitt, even an oven mitt full of it won't. Yeah, kill you? yeah, they don't. Yeah, they and he they said before he did that that you know he was ready for the. They said no, he was under no you know no danger of dying, but I imagine they he just, didn't use that hand for a few days. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. All right. I'm just so All horrified. Right. I can't. All right. Now we're back to the plant world. Rosary P. The scientific name, Abrus Precatorius, sounds like a spell, like from Harry Potter. But if you eat just one of the seeds from this plant, it's more like a deadly curse because you vomit for days, you have convulsions, you have liver failure, and then you die. This plant has many names, such as uh, Jacarerdi, Rosary Pea, Wild Licorice, Jumbie Bead, and Crab's Eye. The plant mm. is in, it's invasive, and it grows thickly in tropical areas around the world, including Florida. And the hard-shelled seeds, they look like ladybugs. They're beautiful. If you look it up, they're beautiful seeds, but they contain abrin toxin. It is more deadly than ricin. And they make colorful beads, and people string them into necklaces and rosaries and bracelets and anklets and all kinds of stuff like that. They're beautiful. The problem is, not just for the people making them, but like children that wear them, you know how you have a tendency to chew on, you know, like a, on a bracelet or something, you know, yeah, and you're chewing on it. I do. One <laughs> seed, one seed, one seed will kill you. Oh, God. Oh, God. Now, okay. I've never heard of this. The tarantula hawk wasp. The tarantula hawk wasp, they're big. And their name is derived from the habit of hunting tarantulas. So you know you're a badass insect if you're hunting tarantulas, okay? After stinging the tarantula, the wasp lays its eggs on the spider and then buries it. Because tarantulas are not easy prey, tarantula hawks are equipped with a powerful venom that is reputed to create one of the most painful stings in the insect world. According to the Smith Sting Pain Index, a pain scale rating uh, or a pain scale that rated, it said that a sting by a tarantula hawk is the second most painful sting ever measured. And the good part about this one is, if it's any consolation, the pain only lasts about five minutes. But that's a lot of pain. Oh, okay. Where do they live again? Tell me where they live again so I cannot go there. The bullet, the, the, the wasp, the hawk, tarantulas. I don't, wasp, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't say where they live. I think they're everywhere. Well, that's unhelpful. That's unhelpful. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's, here's why I buy my mushrooms. I don't go pick them. Death cap mushrooms. The most poisonous of all known toadstools is the death cap mushroom. And it has caused some notable deaths in history. Roman Emperor Claudius in 54 AD, uh, Holy Roman Emperor Charles VI in 1740. The amatoxins in this mushroom are highly lethal. It destroys your liver. It takes only a half of a mushroom to kill a human. And it takes days for it to happen because you have multiple organ failure, one after the other. Death caps are all the more deadly because they can be mistaken for common edible mushrooms, like the common field mushroom, the straw mushroom, a Caesar's mushroom. They all look like this. If there's an upside to eating them, 
It is a notorious killer, but according to people who know, and there have been a few people that have survived, they said it was absolutely delicious. One of the best mushrooms they'd ever had. But Now, but I have to ask you, okay, it's the best mushroom you've ever had. It's going to be the mushroom to end all mushrooms. It might kill you. Now, yeah. you're a man who likes food. People. Yeah, you're a man who likes <laughs> yeah. food. Um, do you need to know what the best mushroom you've ever had tastes like that much to take that risk? <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm yeah, good. Thank you. I, I, thank you. Yeah, I don't get it. Now, this is a common thing around America, up in the uh, up in the Northeast. Moose. They look so cool. They look so goofy. You know, they got that goofy grin going on. Moose are the most dangerous, regularly encountered animals in the world. They prefer to leave humans alone, but if you disturb one or if they feel threatened, they respond by charging with aggression. They attack more people annually than bears do, and they are especially aggressive when defending a calf or during the rutting season from uh, late summer to the early fall. The number of people killed by moose attacks generally is only one or two per year. However, vehicle collisions with moose are more likely to kill you than if you hit a deer because they're so much bigger and heavier than a deer. I mean. Oh yeah. And you know, Moose are very dangerous. Very, they're very huge. dangerous. They're, you, yeah. you don't know. I, I don't think, I don't think I ever really realized how big a moose is. We went, where'd we go up in Maine somewhere and they had a life size moose statue. And I was like, Oh my gosh. I mean, if you re- they are huge. I've only le- seen a, a moose one time in the wild and that I was, I, I don't, I can hardly tell you the awe that I was in. It oh, was um, yeah. twilight that was, it was in Wyoming. It was heading toward twilight, but it was still bright. And the moose stepped into the road and was silhouetted. And she oh. was massive with these little long, skinny, long, skinny legs she towered over the truck. It was insane to me how big this animal was. And, and especially, you know, as an American child who my closest relationship with a moose was like, you know, Bullwinkle. <laughs> I just wasn't ready for this at all. See, that's the problem. Like you say, cartoons, they, they, they give us a completely skewed idea oh. of what animals really are. You know, now <clears throat> here's another plant, the gimpy gimpy plant. It's usually found in Australia and Indonesia in the rainforest, and it's known to be so potent that its sting is liking, it feels like being electrocuted and being set on fire at exactly the same time. Now, if that doesn't sound bad enough, it apparently induces so much pain, it it causes people to commit suicide to try Um, to get away from the pain. Um, uh, I can't like I have you ever had pain so great that you thought there I have no. to die now. No. I can't even imagine what this must feel no. like. No. Oh my god. The jimpy uh, jimpy uh active compound moridin is so persistent that it has been known to torture its victims for over a year if oh. it's stinging it's got it's got these little stinging hairs if you don't get them out of your skin. Even specimens that have been dried and preserved for decades can still retain their powerful sting. Uh, this is this is how the effects are. 
Uh, the first thing you'll feel is a really intense burning sensation. And I'm not talking about if you just brush up against a leaf. And this grows over the next half hour, becoming more and more painful. Shortly after this, your joints start to ache. And then you get this swelling under your armpits, which can be as painful as the original sting. And in severe cases, this can lead to shock and death. One man was purported to have <laughs> shot himself to end the pain after inadvertently, get ready, using the leaves as toilet paper. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine? Woo! Lamar, you can't see me, but I am curled into a very small ball and rocking back and forth. I'm so horrified by listen, this. Listen. If you inhale one of the floating hairs, it'll cause sneezing, rashes, and your nose will start, your nose will start bleeding. And, and you look at it, it looks just like any... The picture of it, you wouldn't think anything about it if you're walking through the rainforest. I mean, it's just crazy. I mean... I just, I just can't even imagine. Um, now we're going back in the ocean. The blue ringed octopus. The tiny, it's very small. It's the blue, uh, the blue ringed octopus. It's probably like the size of your hand, but it's one of the world's most venomous animals. It can kill an adult human in just minutes. It lives in the tidal regions ranging from Australia to Japan, over in that direction. It's frequently encountered by people wading in tide pools. If you step on it or you provoke it, it bites. And the blue ring octopus has no antivenom. And the name comes from the bright iridescent blue rings that show up when it becomes alarmed. And if you, you go online and you look at pictures of it where it's, it's excited, and all these little blue rings, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. But those rings are a warning that it's threatened and it's getting ready to attack. If a predator doesn't leave at that point, the octopus then attacks by injecting the venom that causes paralysis and then later death. The blue ringed octopus carries enough poison to kill 26 adults in just a few minutes. Now that's, you bad. know, um, I'm so fascinated by octopuses, octopi, I guess oh. is the right thing. Because they're so intelligent and so completely alien. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me. I think they're so, I think they're sentient and we eat them. And so the fact that they can kill that many people that quickly just seems like self-defense. I mean, it's just <laughs> awful. I, I do. I read audible books. And I was going through the list the other day and it, my, my eye caught this book and it had a great rating. And the book was about a octopus that was in an aquarium and the lady that worked at the aquarium cleaning up, she formed a bond with the octopus and it helped her solve the murder of her son 30 years ago. Now, when I read that, I thought, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. But I kept reading all of the reviews and all of the reviews said, oh my gosh, it's a great... I thought, well, you know, and with Audible, if you get a book and you read an hour into it, you don't like it, you just call them and they take it off your your bill. I mean, they guarantee if you don't like it, you don't have to pay for it. I couldn't stop listening to the book. <laughs> I mean, so, it doesn't make any sense, but it was very, very good. Oh, wow. So I, I definitely don't want you to like ruin it for everybody else, but 
Is, can you tell us any more without ruining it for everybody? Well, else? I mean, the book is told. The book is told from like you hear what the octopus is thinking. You know what I'm saying? So you, you you're getting his perspective, the octopus's perspective on what all is going on, and there's three or four little storylines going on, and they all come together. And I have to say, I I liked it. I mean, I really it's the the craziest premise for a book I think I've ever thought about. But it was very because I think I'm like you. I think octopuses are just after seeing the Netflix special uh, about the octopus. My I octopus. Mean, oh, my octopus teacher. My octopus yeah, teacher. my octopus teacher. Uh, um, so so um, this that you're telling me the octopus solved the murder. Is this a novel or is this tr- a true based on a true story? No, no, it's a novel. It's a novel. Oh, but, because but I'm like, was. my God. I mean, if we let's find, let's get an octopus to find out who <laughs> shot Kennedy. I mean, come on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My All mind right. was spinning. Like, how did this happen? <laughs> how did this work? All right, we're still in the sea. We're talking about now a sea creature that has enough toxin to kill seven hundred people. This revered by collectors for its beautiful shell, the cone snail. It's not just pretty, but one venomous sting from this animal is enough to induce paralysis and death. I don't know if you've ever seen pictures of the cone snails. Oh, the colors. They're absolutely beautiful. And like if a diver's swimming along in the ocean down, he's scuba diving or whatever, it's in the, and they're in the Pacific, and he picks up one of these shells. He, there's a good chance he's not getting out of there because most people, uh, if, if you don't get the full sting, you can recover, but there are dozens and dozens and dozens of human deaths are attributed to this because the cone snail, it contains a perillic, uh, that works really rapid and the, the little stinger that stings you is so small. You, you don't even really notice it. Uh, what they do is they sit down in the, on, the, on the floor of the ocean and they uh, the cone snail, when it senses some food nearby, it deploys this little sharp uh, proboscis and it's like a little needle from its mouth. And so fish or whatever that come by, uh, it just pops them and that's it. They're dead. They can't go anywhere and then it eats them. And what makes it so deadly is the lack of the pain for a human being. You know, you don't even know what hits you. Divers that are unfortunate enough to pick one up, they're thinking, oh, I've got these diving gloves. Everything's great. The gloves do not protect you. This thing goes straight through and penetrates it, and it just goes in, it hits you, and it fills you full of toxin. And <clears throat> they have more than one of them, the most the most uh, deadliest, is the, the Conus gyragavus, it has more than 100 toxins in its, and it's only six inches long. And they call it the cigarette snail because if you're stung by one, you'll only have enough time left to smoke a cigarette before you die. Uh, oh, what a terrible way to go. Especially so if evident- you're a non-smoker. I mean, what do you got? <laughs> <laughs> so evidently, you don't have to go to Australia to see all the most dangerous things. They're full of dangerous things, but they're all over the world. And it's really amazing what nature has put out there. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, it's crazy. 
It is amazing, and it's a powerful reminder to go ahead and stay in because there's some extra good stuff on Netflix right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, well, and we have, you, you'll survive it. Oh, God, Lamar. Yeah. Oh. We've reached the end of this episode. I hope this information will help you enjoy being outside and in the water safely, or maybe oh, yeah. it keeps you inside to the house and you're living off a of DoorDash. Either way, I hope you come back for the next episode. Please do. As you know, I hate a quitter. See ya. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Talkin' Lamar, the Oddcast, and the Bob and Sherry Podcast. We would really love it if you would subscribe, rate, and review, and share it with a friend on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.